NVIDIA reveals a massive, monstrous GPU, but more intriguingly, a monstrous CPU. Apple shipping their studio display with 64 gigs of storage. And you want to play you want to play Steam games on your school's Chromebook, kid? I got I got just the thing for you. And Brett keeps forgetting to remind you that today is Wednesday, my dudes. So come join us for the memes at twitch.tv forward slash UFDisciple right as this video goes live at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy the news. Goodbye. Let's get in the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the Internet, starting with NVIDIA's large announcement yesterday of their Hopper architecture, where they unveiled their plans for the new Grace Hopper GPU. But again, as I mentioned, mentioned at the beginning, their CPU is actually something that really intrigues me. So they unveiled the Grace CPU Super Chip that has 144 cores, which sounds impressive enough, but we've seen large chips that have tons of cores before that didn't turn out to be masters of the domain. This one, however, has one terabyte per second of memory bandwidth. This Super Chip package has two Grace processors fused together very similarly to how Apple has done their M1 Ultra, and this is giving you more total bandwidth because it's one terabyte per second, whereas the memory bandwidth on M1 Ultra is 800 gigabytes. So this one is rather insane, and it also uses NVIDIA's NVLink C2C cache coherent interconnect, which can deliver 900 gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth, which is seven times the amount of the PCI Express 5.0 setup, which need I remind you, there's very few devices that are on PCI Express 5.0 right now, but also it's being reported that the, the CPU is supposed to consume 500 watts of power. So the Grace CPU super chip is looking to ship sometime in the first half of 2023, but this is not something that's gonna end up in the consumers, but it does show what Nvidia kinda had envisioned with their acquisition of ARM, trying to create an actual CPU powerhouse, and they can do it just fine without acquiring ARM. So, I, I mean, we, we still get the super chip and we don't also have to deal with a gigantic monopoly that would make it so that Apple can't actually make their chips anymore. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for, we got the best of both worlds. But let's talk about their H100 Hopper GPU because that's looking to be a massive bad boy coming in with nearly 17,000 FP32 cores, 80 gigabytes of HBM3 memory, 700 watts of TDP. This is kind of just affirming a lot of the rumors behind the scenes that this was going to be an absolute behemoth. 80 billion transistors on this built on TSMC's N4 fabrication facility and it has a couple of interesting things about it, especially since this is two chips fused together. But there are there are two different versions of this H100 GPU, depending on whether or not you go with PCI Express interconnect or their SXM5 interconnect, where you can get up to 30 teraflops on FP64 with the SXM, or you can only get 24 on the PCI Express. And then things such as the actual interconnect, NVLink goes up to 900 gigabytes on SXM, whereas it only goes up to 600 gigabytes on PCI Express. It does look like NVIDIA is dichotomizing a couple of things that are going on with the H100 between their SXM and PCI Express GPUs, but it, this is this is the largest, this is one of the biggest GPUs ever made. It's the fastest GPU that's ever made. It's being used for all of the AI stuff that they're gonna be doing. Not really relevant to anything that the consumer wants, but this likely will translate into the Ada Loveless architecture that we're expecting NVIDIA to come out with sometime in the September, October region for you to get your RTX 40 series GPU. 
use. So this this has me excited for the direction that Nvidia is taking it. Every generation, they're actually continuing to innovate, bring new technology, bring new features, and continue to step up the game in the GPU department. This is looking really good. I'm excited to see what we get on the consumer side. But Noctua wants you to know that on the consumer side, they're looking to make more GPUs too, with somebody asking them, hey, can we get a Noctua edition RTX 3080 Ti? And they said, hey, we do aim to create further cards in collaboration with Asus. Stay tuned. So that's not necessarily confirmed. It's going to be a 3080 Ti, but maybe not just the 3070 Noctua edition cooler. And maybe not you not hearing about crypto stocks this episode of Hot News, because we're going to do it. It's time for the crypto stocks. <laughs> Thank you. Bitcoin up 3% right now to be at 42,453. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the crypto world. Some governor said that he's looking that you could pay your state taxes with crypto. Could potentially be something that actually moves things forward there. There's also been a lot of like public facing policies in Japan that are kind of encouraging this crypto drive. Ethereum up 2.8% to be over $3,000 for the first time in a little bit. And Dogecoin up 2.69% to be at 12.2 cents. But while crypto is up, let's talk about prices going down with UFD deals. We're going to talk about the hottest tech deals that are out on the internet. Reese is compiling this over on our UFD deals website. Apple's AirPods Pro, they're down 30% to be at their lowest price in 30 days, 175 bucks in case you want them. The Logitech G Pro wireless mouse, it's down 37% to be at $82. The Acer Nitro 27 inch 1440p 144 hertz monitor HDR 400 going for 250. That's a great deal, 31% off and an HP 1080p, just kind of cheapo little monitor going for 130 bucks in case you want that. And in case you want more metaverse stuff, Qualcomm's got you sorted. They're launching a $100 million Snapdragon metaverse fund where they're gonna deliver groundbreaking platform technology and experience that will enable both the consumer and the enterprise to build and engage in the metaverse and allow the physical and digital worlds to be connected. Qualcomm is the ticket to the metaverse. Also announcing they have a mixed reality partnership coming up with Squeenix where they're gonna actually work with Squeenix on developing state-of-the-art storytelling and gaming and all of that kind of stuff that makes it fun and good. You want the metaverse, my friends. It's not just the internet on your face. It's, it's for some reason, something different, okay? What do you think the metaverse is? Do you like D's? What's D's? I don't know, I was hoping you would know. I don't know. Disappointed! Tesla wants you to know that they have these the cars that they're shipping from Germany. They've rolled off their first Model Ys from their Germany factory, which is actually a huge deal. Finally getting some new Teslas rolling off of a European production facility. 30 of them got delivered yesterday with them saying that they're excited to move forward with actually having a production plant on that side of the planet. And they aim to have between five to 10,000 vehicles per week being produced at this facility by the end of 2022. And Apple hopes to produce, I, I hope Apple produces, honestly, some reasoning for why the Apple Studio display is the way it is. They have they have the A13 chip in it, I believe, which is the same as the iPhone 11, which is like, why, why does it have that? But then it was just discovered it has 64 gigabytes of storage. Kyler, this is a this is a display. It's not it's not an iMac. It has it has an iPhone 11 processor and 64 gigs of storage display in a dis in the studio display can you reason i don't know nobody knows it's just there what do we do apple what are you doing and i know what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be i'm gonna be re-downloading obs 
through Steam because it's now available on Steam, which means it can be auto updated. You don't have to deal with OBS's like weird update stuff that's going on or try to select it through that. You can manage it through Steam in case you care about that OBS available through Steam and Steam available on Chrome OS. Yeah, we got that switcheroo. Maybe you could get OBS on Chrome OS. I actually don't know if that's possible because Steam, oh, Steam on Chrome OS is actually a really limited thing right now. Google announcing this uh, at their gamers developer summit keynote. And then they kind of just were like, hey, it's kind of technically available right now. It's only supported on seven different Chromebooks right now that have to have more than an i3 processor. It's only in alpha right now and it only supports a few games. Obviously all of Valve's games like Portal 2, Dota 2, TF2, all of that kind of stuff, but they're going to be potentially making this better as time goes on. And this is, this is neat. I like seeing this. We actually ordered a Chromebook so that we could test this out over on UFD Tech. So get subscribed for that and subscribe your brain to this channel. Okay. You don't have to physically subscribe because YouTube doesn't care if you're subscribed or not. Just, just watch the videos and keep me in your brain for the rest of your life. And I'll see you tomorrow for breakfast, my friends. Chips. Thank you.